The Invest in Her podcast is brought to you in part by Wells Fargo Bank. Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors, and of course, the host of Invest in Her. You know, thank you for so much for joining us today. Today, as always, we have on an extraordinary woman. Uh, she is the investment principal at Cortado Ventures out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Please welcome to the show, Susan Mooring. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me, Catherine. You bet. I am excited to have you on, actually, because, you know, so many of the people I talk to um, with every week, you know, we want to give investment resources to people that are listening. And typically, you know, the the venture funds are in Silicon Valley or New York or, you know, major cities. And I love that you're based in Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, we uh, there's a small but mighty crew of venture capitalists in the middle of the country that are sort of like, hey, we're here, you know, come pay attention, yeah. doing some really cool stuff. So happy. And to you know, I know you and that. I talked. You and I talked about this. You know, there should be more, and and I think that's coming. And uh, it's one of the reasons. You know, we have a movie coming out called Show Her the Money because we want to take that film around the country and encourage more women to invest in funds like yours, to start their own funds, uh, and to do that across the middle of the country, uh, in the smaller areas, in the Midwest, uh, because it should be and could be and needs to be in all of those areas, right? Yeah, I totally agree. I was, I was actually at a conference a few weeks ago, and an audience member asked the panelists, where, you know, where should you start your company, San Francisco or New York? And he answered either one, but nowhere else. And to me, it wow. was just crazy. Uh, it's just, it's still such an ignored part of the country, you know, where we operate. And um, to us, it's, it's sort of an, it's sort of an arbitrage opportunity, right? Because no one else is looking. And so we can get great deals that aren't as competitive. Um, but it is sort of, um, it's just surprising how how ignored the part of the country still is for a lot of people when it comes to Absolutely. tech. Absolutely. And I, you know, I have so many questions for you. Um, uh, one is that who do you invest in? Because I know you're focused on tech. So I take it that you don't just focus on Silicon Valley tech founders. You must invest in ones all over the country. Is that right? Yeah, so we're really regionally focused on what we call the mid-continent region. So that's essentially Oklahoma and all of the states that touch us. So Texas, Arkansas, Colorado, Kansas. Um, and that's that's really our sweet spot. That's where we want to play. So we think there are outstanding, gritty, smart entrepreneurs who have a lot of industry expertise uh, from running companies uh, in, in this part of the country. So that's where we like to play. That's great because obviously there is so much 
innovation and brilliance all across the country, why would we just focus on like two or three cities in the country? It's absolutely crazy and just missed opportunities. And so you bring investment deals to people that otherwise wouldn't be uncovered. And and so I love that you serve that niche. I'm so interested in sharing uh, how you got into venture because it's so rare for women to be in it. As we know, that is why we're doing the film and doing a grassroots campaign around this because there's not a lot of women like yourself. The good news is that it is accelerating. So as you and I know, for the first time in history, there are more women starting these funds than ever before. Um, I know you're an investment principal there. How did you get started in this arena? Yeah, so I guess I took sort of a non-traditional path into venture. Um, I think it's by the way, I think almost everybody does. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I right? got to stop calling it non-traditional when it, when it's so. Um, but, yeah, because uh, most people have no intention of oh, I'm going into venture capital, especially women, and they, you know, most of them will say, oh, before I got into this, I didn't even know anything about it. That like that's very typical, and of course it is because women haven't been told about venture capital, so that's you know that that's not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. When I started my career a decade ago, you know, I knew I wanted to work with startups. I did some internships that were startups and, and early stage uh, technology related. I knew I wanted to be in the startup field, but in Oklahoma, a job in venture wasn't really an option. There weren't, there just weren't funds. Um, I think at the time there were maybe two funds. They were very small, um, you know, not probably hiring at the time. And there just wasn't a lot of activity. And so I ended up uh, going to work with the innovation consulting group out of the University of Oklahoma. Um, and we did very early stage uh, consulting work with entrepreneurs and technologies coming out of, out of the university. So really very similar types of work to what I do now when I diligence a company. So trying to understand the market, talking to customers, talking to experts in the space, um, getting to know the founders and trying to figure out if you know we think they can pull it off and, and all that kind of good stuff. And so through that job, I really um, got to know a lot of the entrepreneurs around the state. We were you know, in, in both major cities in Oklahoma, I got to know a lot of the entrepreneurs. And so when Cortado Ventures popped up um, as a as a new fund, I was able to come in and say, hey, I'm super plugged into this ecosystem. I know how to evaluate companies. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a great fit for the role. So it was a, a good jump for me. But when I did come into venture, um, the, the actual like putting a deal together side of it was new to me. So learning all the de definitions on a term sheet and all the different things you can negotiate. And so it was a good mix of things that I felt really good and confident in, and then things that I knew would be a, a learning opportunity. Right. Which is always great. Like who doesn't want to learn and grow and, you know, elevate themselves. Right. So, yeah. you know, and I love that you jumped into it. You did have that uh, partial expertise, but you know, a lot of times people won't make the jump because they're like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't know anything about that. Instead of, oh, I'm going to take the skills I have, apply it to this and learn the rest, uh, you know, because obviously it is learnable, right? Um, so you do uh, deal sourcing there. Let's talk about that in a minute. Uh, you do diligence. 
and you do uh, post-investment support. So I want to talk about what each of those things means. Uh, first of all, deal sourcing. So you go out and try to find the deals that your fund is going to invest in. How do you do that? And how could somebody listening, you know, apply for funding from Cortado Ventures? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few ways. Um, like I mentioned earlier, we're very regionally focused. And so a big part of our strategy is just making sure that we are known in the region that we like to invest in. So that means doing a lot of events, speaking on panels, you know, going to start of weekends and that type of activity. Um, it means building relationships with other funds and accelerator programs uh, in our region where we like to invest so that they think of us when it's time to share deals and, and things like that. So that's all sort of our um, our outbound strategy is make sure that we are known in the areas where we want to see deals coming from. Um, and then in terms of inbound strategy, how people can get in touch with us, we do have a sort of smart contact form on our website that will ask people for just some basics about the company, including geography, because again, it's very important to us. Um, geography, stage, industry, um, investment size that you're looking for, things like that. And the goal with that is to help us quickly identify if something might be might be a fit and not waste a founder's time if they're not. Um, so we do read all of those and respond to all of those. So that's definitely the best way to, to get in touch. Um, because some people are just listening and not watching the show, uh, I want to spell Cortado Ventures for them. So it is C-O-R-T-A-D-O. That's correct. Cortado Ventures dot uh, com. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cortado dot Ventures is actually our, our website. Oh, Cortado, Cortado dot Ventures. Yep. Great. Okay. And we'll be sure to put that in our post as well. Um, so if somebody applies, they really need to either be in Oklahoma or one of the surrounding states with a tech innovation idea. Is that correct? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we have a, a handful of companies that are not in our region, but even those companies have some strong tie to the region. So for example, we have a company that's based out of the out of Florida, but the founder is originally from Oklahoma. So there really is this uh, need for a, a tie to, to Oklahoma or, or the region. Got it. Just curious, what kind of tech is that particular? Uh, so it's, it's space tech. Yeah, so he's got a, a, a satellite imaging company. So it makes sense that they're in Florida, very close to, to launch sites. But yeah, he's a homegrown Oklahoman. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So either from that area or living in that area, and it's got to be a, a tech product. Do you have some uh, ones that you've invested in that, you know, really stand out in your mind at the moment uh, that you could tell us about other than that one? Yeah, of course. So our sweet spot is B2B tech. So we invest in companies that are selling technology products to businesses. Um, and, and so we don't do a lot of consumer products or consumer tech, anything, anything that relies on sort of trends or virality to, to, to get popular. Um, we really like things that sell into businesses where there's clear financial ROI. Um, happy to talk about a couple of those. We have a great company here in Oklahoma City uh, called Drove Technologies. They have uh, some really impressive technology for tracking what's going on in, in trailers. So uh, it was really interesting in the trucking industry. There's been a lot of technologies 
that have been brought to market for the truck itself. But then the trailer is like this giant box that's actually holding all of the value that a truck is transporting in the trailer and nobody really knows what's going on with it. So Droves Technologies does everything from cameras and sensors and inside the trailer, but also monitoring wheel and pressure, which is um, one of the leading contributors to accidents. So super interesting logistics technology focused on the trucking industry. So kind of our sweet spot, legacy, uh, legacy sectors make sense in the middle of the country, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, things that you wouldn't typically think about, but in that uh, B2B market, business to business. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so you also, um, besides deal sourcing, you do the diligence. So you decide uh, a company is a probable candidate uh, for your venture fund. Then you uh, do the due diligence. And what does that really entail? Like, Tell people what that means. Yeah. So, I mean, we have a whole checklist of, of diligence items that we would go through with a company that could take, you know, anywhere from one to three months, depending on the deal. Um, but I won't bore you with all the details. You know, I think, I think it really boils down for an early stage company to, to three things. So the first for me is the product and really understanding, does it add value for, a, for a customer? And if we can't get to that, then it's really hard for us to believe that you can sell it if we don't understand, you know, where where there's value created. Um, the second piece is the understanding the market. So, is it big enough to support this kind of business? Do the macro trends make sense? Um, and the third is the the founder or the team. And the question we ask there is really, okay, if we believe that this product has value and, and there's a place for it in the market, is this the team that can execute on this idea and actually get it done? Um, so I think all of the sort of checklist items that we do in the diligence process all go to answer, you know, one of those one of those three questions, um, and that's ultimately what we try to get to to feel really comfortable about about doing a deal. That's great. That's very clear. And then uh, the post investment support. You know, mm -hmm. I always say that's one of the biggest things about getting into uh, getting funding from venture capital. You know, a lot of times people say, "Oh, I don't want to give up per percentage," but uh, the the biggest value I think, besides of course the money, is the support. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the kind of support you give. Is it like? helping them find, you know, businesses that would buy their product? Yeah, so it really kind of runs the gamut in terms of things we can do to help our portfolio companies. Customer introductions is probably the most valuable one. So we tend to be more likely to invest in a company if we think that's something we can provide, mm -hmm. uh, right? We want to be helpful. We want to have contacts that make sense. Um, we provide... Uh, a year of executive coaching for all of our CEOs at no cost to them. So that's one of the a big perk that Cortado provides that I haven't seen from too many other venture funds. Um, we have an on, on staff accountant who can help very early stage companies with bookkeeping. So maybe if they're too small yet to have an outside accountant, uh, we can provide some of that. And I mean, there, there are many other things, you know, PR um, discounts for different products they might want to use. So we try to really have a whole resource package and then, you know, get to know the companies, check in with them regularly to understand who might need what and when and make sure we're connecting them to the right resources. That's great. It's such an exciting field to be in, isn't it? 
It really is. Yeah. It's something new every day. It's something new every hour, usually. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I love seeing young women like yourself in this space because uh, there's so much room for growth. Uh, it's one of the reasons we're going to be taking our film, uh, show her the money to universities, because uh, we want more women like yourself. You know, you came right out of college and pretty much went in head first. Um, we want to see more women coming out of college, getting into venture capital, either starting their own funds or going and working for a fund like you did. Um, I know you're an investment principal and that that means you invest in this venture fund as well, correct? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> okay. um, well, I mean, you're young, so I wasn't yeah. sure, you know, but I know like, you know, that is something we're trying to encourage more women to do is invest in these funds like Cortado. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, that's a, that's a great perspective. I think there is uh, a good amount of missing education, especially in this part of the country around what it means to invest in a, in a venture fund, what it means to be an accredited investor um, and, and things like that. So and, yeah, William, think, and women, you probably know this, are, women are coming into trillions of dollars in the coming decade from inheritance or from business or from whatever. And, uh, you know, they need to know about this opportunity to diversify their portfolio, right, into venture capital. And why would you say to them, if they were listening, uh, why would investing in Cortado or a venture fund be a good part of their portfolio? What why would you say it makes a good investment? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I don't need to talk about historical fund returns for venture funds um, because, I mean, everybody can do their own research. So, I mean, I think there is, with the right funds, a great opportunity to make good money on your investment. But, I, you know, I think almost more importantly is we just need more women in seats at the table, um, and, and holding funds accountable and being involved with fund events and being willing to network with the funds entrepreneurs and coach them, um, and, and, and all of those good things, just the more, the more women at the table, I think the better. Absolutely. I mean, women do bring a different perspective for sure. Uh, research shows that companies who have both men and women at the top definitely, you know, uh, are more profitable. Uh, female entrepreneurs tend to be more profitable than their uh, male counterparts. So uh, do you all make it a, a priority to invest in women founders? Absolutely. Um, you know, whenever we have the opportunity um Yes, absolutely. So I think I, I don't have the stat off the top of my head. I should have had this ready, ready for you, but I know we are punching above our weight in terms of the number of founders that we've invested in and the, the dollars from our funds that have gone to women founders. Um, we are well above industry average, but it is really difficult, especially for a fund like us who's doing B2B tech in you know, legacy sectors like energy and manufacturing and, and supply chain and logistics, like the, no, the number of female founders is already, is already low. And then when you are specifically looking in those industries, they're even harder to find. So it does take work to seek out those um, outstanding women entrepreneurs and make sure they know about you and are getting into your pipeline and, and things like that. But the, the deals I've done in women entrepreneurs, uh, you know, we've just been so impressed with. 
That's awesome. And you know what? I'm so excited that you're saying this because as we take uh, Show Her the Money, the film on the road, I think we're going to discover that it's not that there's a lack of women uh, creating uh, B2B technology. I think it's that they don't know where you are and you don't know where they are. I think that's a big part of it. Uh, most women are not familiar with venture capital or how to access it or anything about it. Just like you said, when you got out of school, you know, you didn't really know about it. And and the average woman doesn't, um, which is why we're trying to pull back the curtain and educate women and inspire them as to why and how they should step into this arena, either as a founder with a great innovation, you know, looking for funding or as a woman that, you know, needs to diversify their portfolio and is it a accredited investor and looking for the best way to invest their money, A, to make a big impact on the planet, uh, B, to help other women, and C, uh, to have a lucrative investment uh, that is diversifying their portfolio from just having, you know, real estate stocks and bonds in the regular market. So um, thank you so much for having this conversation. I am so happy to see a young woman in venture capital and hope to see more and more. Um, I know you're going to be an inspiration to our listeners. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time today. I know you're at an event uh, in another part of the country. You often are speaking on panels if people are looking for panelists, right, in this arena. Um, it's always good to have a smart young woman uh, in this uh, space. So Thanks for sharing your story. And uh, I hope people reach out to Cortado Ventures. Are you guys on uh, social media? Yes, we are. We are at Cortado Ventures on all the platforms. So yes, come okay, find great. follow us. And if you want to look for uh, Susan on LinkedIn, her last name is Mooring. That's M-O-R-I-N-G, Cortado.Ventures. And uh, of course, you can find us, Catherine Gray, invest in her on Instagram and sheangelinvestors.com. Please visit us and look for us on social media as well. And of course, uh, anybody can follow our new uh, Instagram, which is show her the money movie. Uh, we'd love to have you follow us. Susan, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, Want to continue conversations in the future to hear what's happening and uh, excited that you guys are looking for women in tech that have B2B products uh, uh, so happy to hear about this specific niche in the middle of the country, in the Midwest, serving that underserved market. Thank you for what you do. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and letting me share a little bit about our story. You bet. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Remember to invest in her. Make it a great week.